0: 620 WSUN, entertaining talk radio for the 90s. It's The Neil Rogers Show. You can talk to Neil by calling toll free 1-800-944-9463. Or GTE Mobile net customers can call toll free on the GTE Starline at STAR-SUN. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or advertisers of AM 620 WSUN, entertaining talk radio for the 90s.
1: Zinger. he is buying,
2: buying everything that moves. Oh, He's ball to hockey and even and
0: sluggy
1: rival video stores and music, music outlets too. And so we say, hey! We think, think that you're, you're okay. okay. Oh, that's why we're begging.
3: Please
4: buy our bloody pipe taxed in Wayne
3: Rizinga. So We pray safe and help on active pay. Hello, Canada and hockey fans of the United States and Newfoundland, and an extra big hello to Canadian servicemen
5: overseas. Here's a shot. That's off, that he's brought. Francis to the left. Okay, Bobby, go paint your bald spot. Last year, playoffs, and when Van Beesbroek, by the way, was gold uh, tender for the Rangers. What a night last night at the arena Unbelievable. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. The best, one of the greatest nights in anybody's life who was there or even thought about being there. Just unconscious. Incredible. And so we lost the game. And DeBeezer led in a couple of greasy goals, and a big deal. He played a great game, and the entire team played a great game. The crowd was pumped. They were into it. They were enthusiastic, except for the microphone problems, which somebody's going to get canned over there today. You can be sure of that, except for uh, that little glitch there, and maybe the Panther did a little number on the ice. They had a live Panther out there in the pregame things. The laser show was dynamite. The team played just spectacular. And a crappy penalty there at the end of the game prevented us from having a chance to tie it up, perhaps. But uh, in spite of all of that, it was everything you could hope against the best team, no question about it, on paper at least, the best team in the NHL, even without Muriel. I mean, and of course, uh, we get unlucky. I thought Tom Barrasso being out would uh, help us, and it turned out Ken Reggett, former Maple Leaf, plays unconscious, out of his mind, plays a great game in goal for the Penguins, and uh, prevents us from tying or winning. What a night. What a tremendous happening at the Miami Arena last night. However, I get in the car after the game, turn on WQAM. I'm not, and listen, let me say this to you. Try to be fair. Try to be objective. Dave O'Brien, who does the Marlins on QAM with Joe Angel, was in here the other day, two days ago, complimented him, does a great job, I, just outstanding, no matter what station he's on. Tremendous. But I am going to tell you, WQAM, what you people are doing to hockey, I wouldn't do to Hermann Gehring and Lardass Limbaugh, okay? Absolutely unconscionable. Between Chris Moore, who is so somnambulant, who when uh, Joe Mullen scored that empty net goal when the Beezer didn't clear it out of our end, and uh, didn't, they replayed the, uh, his calls, I have never heard anything so boring, so terminal, so comatose, so unprofessional, except when then Moynihan came on with his cat calls. Moynihan has no idea. He wouldn't know hockey if somebody drew a diagram on his ass, okay? And maybe that might be helpful. So we could play a little grab-ass with himself in the seat. I mean, this man, what they're doing is just a disservice at best and embarrassing at worst. And Jorge Milian, who writes in the Sun... Great coverage, by the way, in both the Herald and the Sun Sentinel this morning. Really great, not good, but great coverage on hockey in Miami. What a picture here in the Herald Panthers' debut, a cool blast. Here's a big, full-color picture of the Beezers blocking a shot, and then underneath is a full-color picture of the fight between Scott Levins and Marty McSorley. You picked the wrong guy to fight with, Scott. Marty McSorley, his name should be, just one of the veteran, hostile, nasty defensemen that uh, they picked up from the Kings as if they weren't strong enough already over the uh, offseason. But anyway, Jorge Millon says, broadcast teams definitely winners. Jorge, you are definitely a loser, a moron. You wouldn't know hockey if somebody drew it on your puppet, okay? If somebody stuck a hockey puck between your cheeks, you wouldn't know hockey. Of the four on Panthers announcers, he says, Dennis Potvin appears to be the best. Potvin is like uh, old and craggy and incoherent and like talks like he's talking to a bunch of kindergarten kids. There can be no question that Jeff Rimmer, who does the games on TV, is far and away the best and the only one who belongs there. And then he goes on and says, Moynihan, who hadn't done pro hockey in nearly two decades, needs to make his analyzation shorter. Play-by-play, not analysis, drives broadcasts of sports on radio. And then at the end, he says, was it my imagination or was Moynihan begging for calls during intermission? So we get in the car, Fabridge is bringing me back to my car, which I parked here at the station last night. And listening to QAM after the game, and Moynihan's doing his cat calls. The first call is from a guy named George, who sounded like incoherent, kind of a nose picker, almost drunk. He says, uh, well, can you explain this icing to me one more time? I mean, here we just had this incredible game where we played the best team in hockey, like really outplayed them, to be honest with you, I thought. And just uh, damn near tied them and wound up losing a heartbreaker 2-1, but played unconscious. Couldn't have asked for a better performance. The crowd was enthusiastic. They were wild. They were just, uh, it was great. And Moynihan spending five minutes again answering a stupid question from some nose picker about icing. How long, first of all, why are we wasting our time with this crap already, okay? We've had enough exhibition games, we've had enough foreplay, now it's time to like present it like people understand it. It would be like when the Marlins played their first baseball game. It would be like if uh, Dave O'Brien comes in and says, oh by the way, uh, you can't go to first base with only two balls. You have to have four balls to walk. Even though it may be hard to walk with four balls, it's uh, nonetheless a uh, prerequisite. I mean, it's just gotten old and tired. And so he goes on and on. And not only that, he don't even know what he's talking about. He hasn't got a clue what he's talking about. Then he takes the next caller. Which is another inane call. I forget what it was about. And he says, Oh, and by the way, George, on that icing question, because this caller asked him something he didn't know what he was talking about. So now we go to, uh, let's go back and talk a little more about icing. I say, let's put Moynihan on ice and cut the crap and get somebody on there who understands the game and can make it exciting. Here's the most exciting sport in the history of human race. And we've got guys on there who not only don't understand it, but can make it boring. How can you make hockey boring, I would like to ask? Oh, here's our friend Joe Hartman, who's just all over us like stink on boy gear. Hey, Joe. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? What a game last night, man. What a
2: game last night. Nine we got, am I? We got a game going tonight. Yes, sir. You a have a game Park? going tonight.
5: We got the biggest game in town at Pompano Park
2: tonight. This is true, and we got a great weekend of racing, Neil. Uh, steak races every night this weekend. We got Florida Breeders Stakes coming up tonight. Of course, you've got, uh, in that seventh race, that's the one you're going to be... Uh, Picking a horse for the fans with give me a trot tonight, Joe. Yes, I know, wow. but but you are the man. Putting the pressure on. You are the man. Okay. Thursday night, even more uh, Florida Breeder's Stake action. We've got some good simulcast from Garden State. Uh, Friday night, some of the trotters are going to be eligible for the Breeders' Crown are coming in, as well as uh, second leg of the Sand and Surf pacing series, another Florida Fair Stake final, and then Saturday night the Palm Beach pacing series starts for three- and four-year-olds in Main Street, who's raced very well against horses like Direct Flight to Lexington, will be making a start in the invite. So, uh, super racing all week long. Well, uh, the month dangerous of August. Peter Wren, no doubt. Peter Wren will be back. Yep. Tonight. You bet. And, uh, we've got, uh, 12 races each night. Uh, a couple simulcasts, but, uh, Friday night, all 12 live races. So, should be a great week end out here. And, of course, tonight, uh, we get the uh, track pack going
5: right. Just come out, mention WIOD. You get in free. You get uh, one of our track pack uh, things to fill out to be part of our promotion. And uh, I think this is better than our people's horse. This week we get a, a. This year we get a people's horse, a different one every week. Right. And uh, and hopefully we'll be able to do a little good handicap. I think you'll do an excellent job. And with some help from Fat Rich, of course. All right. Okay. See you tonight, Joe. Right now. Okay. Okay, tonight's the big night. Tonight and every Wednesday at Pompano Park for our IOD track pack. We'll tell you more about that later. Ten fourteen at W I O D and W S U N you can hear Bob Lasseter, weekday morning 6 to 10 on AM 620 WSUN.
6: My friend, he, he, he loves you. Yeah. I don't like you. Uh, why not? Well, I just, you know, I mean, you like David Duke. I don't like David Duke. He's a very nice man. I know that I hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I think if, if you're not biased and prejudiced, you know, and you've got to stick with people like that, there's no sense, you know, me p- putting the time and effort and listening to you. No, you didn't hear a word I just said, did you? No. No, not a word. You're just in there just agitating. I just. Who was ever listening to you? So, uh, what have I said that has agitated you? you like David Duke. Uh Oh. Am I not allowed to like who I like? Oh, you can like anybody you want, but I don't like you. You have no idea who I am, do you? No, never saw you before. I never heard you before. I have no idea where I stand or how I feel about anything. No, it was the first time, and I, I just had five minutes of you, and, I, and you were on. Well, the, I have your, no your problem you're going with away, David Duke. I have no problem if you're going away. As a matter of fact, I wish I hadn't even
5: called. Catch Bob Lasseter weekday morning six to ten on AM six twenty W S U N.
0: To go on the air live with Neil Dow one 800 945 four
3: nine four six three. What the f is going on with Dade and Brower. They play with each other naked in the street. Maybe
7: I can have some of that what is that chicken back there in the boxes? Did you get any of that stuff to eat? Huh? What is it?
3: Chicken.
5: Rick Weaver back at Cleveland Stadium. That was number one yesterday. This will definitely be numero uno today. The
7: fans beginning to blow the blow the uh Boo the play selection. Maybe I can have some of that what is that chicken back there in the boxes? Did you get any of that stuff to eat? Huh? What is it? It's chicken. Rick Weaver back at Cleveland Stadium. The fans are beginning to blow the blow the uh boo the play selection. Oh
5: so anyway, it's ten eighteen at WYOD and <laughs> What can I say that hasn't been said already? I guarantee you next year at this time we'll have a special Camilla South CD with Mr. Weaver's best oh! bloopers. I mean, this man is uh, probably the most penisized announcer in all of sports casting. So anyway, George, taking matters into his own hands, goes over to um, Mindy's News, since nobody out there cares enough about me to do anything. And thank you to Captain Singh, as in sing for your supper. Captain Singh at Mindy's News, 209 71st Street on Miami Beach, sends me the fifth anniversary issue of Ares, as in Ares 2. And it's a special, uh, like, Luis Miguel is on the cover, like, Stark Naked, and all these photos and posters and banners, and here's, like, uh, all these other... Here's uh, Magneto and Ricky Martin and all the real Latin American uh, singing stars who nobody in this market has generally discovered yet because they're too busy playing hoochie-coochie music on uh, radio ritmo with that uh, psychotic bitch that was in the paper yesterday. So thanks to George, and thanks to Captain Singh, and uh, thanks to uh, Luis for a little something special. What is that moisture on his upper lip, by the way? So anyway, and also well, the book is coming out today. Look at those deadlines. Huh? You, know, you know something? I'm not going to let this happen to me today because I'm on a euphoric high. And yes, okay, and like uh, George Melian writes, and he's absolutely correct, the ratings for last Wednesday's season opener between the Panthers and the Blackhawks were minuscule. And of course, hockey on radio, nobody listens to in this town, I'm sure of that. But I'm going to tell you something, I don't give a crap. Because it's something that I love and something that I care about, and I know damn well because people came over to me before the game who were there who would never have even thought about going if it weren't for me in this show, okay? So I don't care if it, like, is, uh, you know, six people out there that are as enthusiastic as I am. It's too bad. With all the other crap that's going on in this town, if we can't be enthusiastic about something, if we don't have something to, like, uh, grab onto and squeeze and fondle and hold, then I say screw it, okay? And our first call of the morning is a pig report.
4: Good morning. Yes. Neil, I'm eastbound on 595. We've got the old pigs on Pine Island right off 595 and eastbound Pine Island. Look out.
5: Beautiful. Okay. And that
4: hockey, we are psyched. Okay. It's Scott Levin's a little bus on. He'd, he's out there every night. Okay. All right, Neil.
5: Thanks. Yeah, he took on Marty McSorley, though. I don't think Scott will be doing that again next time we play them. Let somebody else take him on. Let Dave Lowry take him on, okay? Here's uh, Sunrise. Hello.
4: Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. I got to ask you a question. Yeah. I watched the game on TV last night. Don't ask me what is icing. Yeah. Uh, no, I know what is icing. Yeah. I, I'm still a Ranger fan for 30 years. Uh, Why
5: do you sound depressed?
4: <laughs> I got to ask you. Uh, it sounded to me like uh, in the third period the crowd was definitely asleep. Was it like that at the game?
5: No, I don't think they were asleep. I think, uh, you know, when they got that first goal... Right near the end of the second period, I think that took the crowd a little bit out of it because I know at the end of the first period, after we, it was a scoreless tie and the teams went uh, to, uh, off the ice, man, the crowd went crazy. I mean, they really were so into it because they, nobody ever expected us to play like this against Pittsburgh. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I thought we would lose like, uh, you know, 6-0, 7-1, something like that. And I just hope that we didn't look, you know, too embarrassing because Pittsburgh is awesome. Well, uh, we got. I mean, s- seriously, you look there out on, on the ice, and they got Francis and Tockett and Larry Murphy and Miramar Yager. And I mean, just, I mean, they got so many superstars out there, even without Lemieux. And it's uh, they're a hell of a team. And we we played them uh, even Steven, right down
4: the wire. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. But it sure sounded like the crowd was dead, even after we scored that first goal. Well. But-
5: you were, li- you were listening on radio?
4: No, on TV. I, oh. I wouldn't listen to QAM for anything.
5: Oh, my God. I'm, I'm not, Listen, I'm not exaggerating. What they've done to hockey, they, somebody ought to like uh, give them uh, a five-minute uh, major and a game misconduct for what they've done to the sport and how they are just destroying it. They have no clue how to broadcast a hockey game. Well, They've got uh, people who are totally incompetent and inept doing it. They ought to be ashamed of themselves.
4: And I've got to disagree with you on something else, too. I don't like the announcer we've got on TV. Rimmer? Uh, yeah, uh, I think that even when Van Biesbrook is making top-notch saves, he's just kind of matter-of-facting it. Oh, really?
2: Yeah.
5: Well, I didn't see the game, obviously, on TV because I was there last night. I didn't tape it. But uh, I, I thought he did okay in the first two games, the road games from Chicago and St. Louis. I mean, I'm not saying he's great. But he's, uh, compared to the other three bozos, he's outstanding. But well, he's, he's okay. He's competent. He's not uh, Bob Cole or Fred Cusick or Sam Rosen, but he's okay.
4: Well, I guess I'm just used to
5: Sam Rosen. Sam is great. Sam, yeah. in fact, I don't know if you heard the night I was on with Defoe, but we got Sam on the phone. He is one of the best and a super guy, and I only wish uh, he has some luck with a better team this year. I hope they do well. Well,
4: I appreciate
5: it. Okay, good luck. <laughs> Take it easy. Don't be Bye. so depressed, okay? Yeah. Sooner or later, Emil Francis will come back. <laughs> See ya. Bye. By the way, speaking of that, I'm looking at this other... There's just tons of coverage here, although you would never know uh, with the audience out here. They don't give a crap. Tickets going fast, it says. Yesterday, it was not three minutes. It was two and a half minutes that the 900 tickets they had unsold, those $8 seats that they saved, two and a half minutes they were gone. It says uh, only hundreds of non-Panther pack seats remain for Thursday's game against Ottawa, that's tomorrow night, and Tuesday's game against Wayne Gretzky and the L.A. Kings. All the games in October are solidly sold except for the Maple Leafs, they said. We're over 10,000 for that game, but not in the 11 to 12,000 range like the other games. Dean Jordan says, I don't know what it is about Toronto, but Tampa Bay said they had a tough time selling that game last year, too. Well, let me tell you something, okay, if that game a week from tomorrow night against the Maple Leafs isn't sold out, I'm going to want to know why. One of the most exciting teams in hockey, even though I may be a little bit prejudiced, with Felix the Cat Potvin and Doug Gilmore and the amazing and tough Wendell Clark. And, uh, I mean, what, what the hell could you want? A hell of a team. But, of course, the thing is most of our Canadians down here are not from uh, Ontario, eh? They're from, uh, they're frogs. So I'm sure when the Montreal Canadiens come in here, the place will be rocking from the rafters and you can be, you'll be able to smell it. So let's get off our end. I don't understand that because it seems to me we got like at least, what, four or five Toronto fans who call the show? So there's five or six tickets right there and me. It's 1025 at WYOD and WSUN. It's Rick and Suds today, 2 to 6 on AM 620, WSUN. So- what kind of a bunch of deadheads am I talking to here this morning? You know what, I think this is the day that my whole goddamn perspective on life changes. I just, I've always wondered this over the years. It's always been a puzzle to me why I've done well in this market. I'm talking about Miami. Tampa, I know uh, why we're not doing all that great, but that's another reason. Because nothing that, I, there is nothing that I'm interested in that the people who live in South Florida give a crap about. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. And yes, it's been very sports intensive lately because, quite frankly, that's what's going on in this town. Those are the big stories. Marino is out for the year. Big uh, dolphin thing. Uh, First ever home hockey game last night at the arena. A lot about baseball playoffs are going on. This is that time of the year when it's heavy duty. And I'm sitting here. I could be talking to my golden retriever, believe me, and get a much more enthusiastic response. I mean, he's even watching Luis Miguel videos on TV when I'm not home just to keep informed on what's going on. And this audience, man, you people are in a goddamn coma. Are you ever going to get out of it? This was such a great night last night, and uh, I don't give a... Okay, we lost. It would have been a miracle to tie or even win would have been just unconscious. But, God, we played damn well. It was just... uh, It was tremendous. The crowd, the people who were there at least, which obviously is not this audience, the people who were there were just uh, ecstatic. Ecstatic. The laser show was like, uh, okay, so it wasn't Walt Disney. I'd rather have a good laser show and a really outstanding hockey team as opposed to a great laser show and a crappy, uh, the Mighty Ducks. Okay? I'll take our guys any day of the week. But, God, th- talk about slow starters. When that book comes out this morning, I would be surprised. WSUN,
0: entertaining talk radio for the 90s.
5: Randy Rhodes is here tonight, 8 to 11 on AM 620 WSUN. To go on the air live with Neil,
0: dial 1-800-944-9463. It's the Neil Rogers Show on AM 620
4: WSUN. Oh,
5: well, he's got a look of a pale look on his face. Boy, Gary does. He's got his thumbs down. What did I tell you? Bad book. Morning, no, get out of here. Morning show is great. That means the rest of us suck. No, the morning show was not, Though I see, 6 a.m. to midnight, 25 to 54. Yeah, the morning show is the answer. He always pulls this crap, okay? Don't ever darken my door again, you geek. Morning show was great. Yeah, it's it's great. That's it. That's the savior, man, is that morning show. We're just all going to ride on that coattails. 3-8 to a 3-5 overall, 25 to 54, this station. I'm telling you, no wonder I'm sitting here begging, begging and pleading and puking for some response for somebody alive out there. Let's see. Uh, morning show, 3-1 to a 3-5, which is still a far cry short, a good uh, point short of what it usually is in the morning. 25 to 54. Zeta, 25 to 54, went from a 3-2, run and run to a 4-5, from number 11 to number 5, I just mentioned in passing. So we must have taken a real dive in midday here, huh? Well, it's about time. I can't hold them up by my uh, suspenders forever. Oh, look at that. 6-1 to a 5. 5. 25 to 54 midday. Pretty weak. Pretty weak. There'd be most of the people in the business would kiss my ass out there for a five-share. But, boy, you're slipping, man. Too much sports. That must be it. Afternoon, let's see, QAM, a 1.4 share. They're doing it, 25 to 54. 3 to 7 p.m., Rick and Suds, the coast, number one, 6'6. See, the coast is taking away all our audience now. We don't have anybody left. They're playing uh, too many Michael Bolton records, and we can't compete with it. Rick and Suds, 4-7 to a 3-8. Mm-mm, from a 6-4 in the winter book to a 4-7 to a 3-8. Did I tell you that the audience is all vanished? Have I been sitting here telling you that? Oh, no, but the morning show did great. Morning show had a 3-8. I get a 5, and he comes in here and looks at me and says, the morning did great. a boy Gary, you asshole. And at nighttime, 25 to 54 the goddess has uh, from a 3-1 to a 2-9 a little slippage there but not all that bad considering it was the summer against the Marlins, huh? That's a good rationalization, Randy Oh boy, that chair is going to be moist again It's ten fifty three at W.I.O.D. It's a disaster, it's a death knell book and maybe this will wake these bastards up, okay and give them a little, uh, but it's hopeless you know, I mean, uh, I could sit here and what's the sense of browbeating the audience when they're not there? There's no point in doing that they're not there this station uh, was once a greatness, and they've jerked it around and yanked it around, and every day there's like uh, 75 different people on. They're running auditions like a revolving door on a the weekend. They got Don and Mike on, who can't like get a .5 in Tampa, much less in Washington. And, uh, oh yeah, morning was great, and he comes in and gives me a look. Like a stuch, like a little a dagger, like, oh, gee, you only got a 5. Chuck had a 3.8. eight. I wonder how much of that 3.8 was the 9-10 to hour, by the way. Here's Coconut Creek. Hello?
3: Hello, Neil. Yes. Uh, We're
5: dying over here. We're dead. Let's play the death march. We used to be so popular, and now we're finished. Yeah. We're done.
1: Must be the book. We don't believe in books, right? I
5: do. Um, I sit here every day. I got a feel for it, pal. Let me tell you, this place is dead. John
1: Moynihan. Yeah, speaking of dead. Help. I I started hating him when he agreed with an article that E.M. Swift wrote in Sports Illustrated about how hockey should be divided into two halves. Oh. So there's there's no oh. break-up in the action. They shouldn't have face-offs. They should just change possession of the puck.
5: Yeah, like right. you start behind your net. That sounds like something Moynihan would say, yeah. And
1: he agreed it. So we called him last night and asked him... Um why wasn't it a penalty for offsides? Why don't you have the penalty? Oh,
5: I heard that.
1: Was that you? Blowing <laughs> yeah, they. The cut, I think he cut on because we were going to ask him why Van Bieser didn't get credit for that goal that he put in for himself.
5: Yeah, yeah. And any, any anybody listening could tell it was a prank uh, call, and it's a <laughs> And he's like, oh, by the way, you got a little phone problem there, and he goes on to the next geek and uh, does another five minutes. How call. do you clear? The,
1: what's the difference between clearing the puck and icing the puck?
5: Yeah, yeah, then he, then he went out of that hey, John. Clearing. He spent four minutes on clearing, okay? I think you got to clear it. That's why we called it, because we figured
1: that was the only call, so we had to call and ask him Oh, questions.
5: God, is he pathetic. Oh, I mean, after, was... after an experience like that, a great happening, and he comes on and spends five minutes trying to describe icing again, which he doesn't understand. The,
1: he's over at Channel 7 now, too, so they're, do, they're doing it over there.
5: He's over at Channel 7?
1: I saw him on Late Night with Rick Barry at the... Sunday Sports with, Monday. With Jim Berry? Sports Monday, there he goes.
5: Doing what?
1: Uh, he just did a little segment. He's part of the team now.
4: Ah! Oh, no.
5: In other he words, rolled. he's the hockey expert. Oh, no, that's Ed
1: Berliner. I'm sorry. I, I messed him up. I messed oh, him up. Oh, Ed that's Berliner. Berliner but he's, oh, gee,
5: he's, you got to bring us the rest of this halcyon? He, Man, we're going to lose our appetite today.
1: Uh, I was down at concession stand. I heard a, a big roar. Well, a semi-roar. I said, it must have been the first goal. Someone comes back. It's 1-0 in Pittsburgh. And then all of a sudden, a big, a big cheer starts going up. I said, must be the first fight. And I was still standing at the concession line.
4: Yeah.
5: And someone comes back. Those and, concessions, like I said, how would you like to have had a little piece of that?
1: Oh, my God. The lady in front of us, she looked at every single piece of clothing there, and it spent about four or $500. So uh, it was—it was just incredible. It took us probably half an hour to get her get my you know, keychain. Mm-hmm. So anyway, got a keychain. I got a
5: keychain. Well, that should be worth the uh, big bucks, some. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm one of the collectors
8: too. I mean, people were just like absolutely, practically molesting you for anything you had oh, on
5: yeah. your body last was, night. I, uh, I, oh, that ticket. Do you want to hang out of that? How much you want for it? Uh,
1: it was—it was—it was a good great, great game though. It was funny. The people in the stands thought they. Same thing as Tampa. I went to one game last year in Tampa, and they cheer the one-on-threes and they cheer the slap shots from beyond the behind the blue line. Woo! It's a great game, though. That the uh, start was a little bit long. Um, Well, yeah, but
5: that's uh, you know one day, and then that's the end of it, you know.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Uh, it, it was great it was all in all it was just, it's just it was fantastic um, I guess we might have fired the microphone guy but uh, other than
5: that it, it was a grand. dynamite night and anybody who wasn't there uh, screw them they missed out big time
1: and in closing I heard a song from Rick and Sud yesterday a titled a song that goes in with your country western. and western it's hard to say I love you when you're sitting on my face
5: okay <laughs> bye see ya cute um let's see 25 to 44 that's kind of a strange demo we really went in the toilet there I mean really went in the old crap house uh, at night, Randy went from a 3-4 to a 2-3, although 25 to 44 QAM went from a 4-8 in the spring to a 2-9, even with baseball. So wh- where did the audience go? Does anybody know? Does anybody uh, care? Where-, where did the audience disappear to? Where did they all go? Here's persons 12-plus. This ought to really be grim. Boy, if you think we did bad 25 to 54, wait till you see these. We're not even on the second page. We're not anywhere. Are we, do we exist? Are we in the marketplace? Oh, yeah. 3-3 to a 3-0. To a three point. Oh! Did they screw up this radio station or what? Have I been telling you that for the past uh, four or five months? I'm not. I mean, I'm not making this up because I'm happy about it. I'm just telling you that's the way it is. This used to be the hottest AM, like uh, almost in America. Here we are. Let's see. Twelve plus persons in the morning. Three three to a three four. Attaboy, Chuck. In midday, probably went down to a one four eight to a four four. Oh, four four. What kind of a number is that for this show? Although it is the highest on the station. I just mentioned that, Gary, you asshole that comes in here. Every time we have, like, a bad trend or a bad book, he comes in here, like, with a smile. Well, you did crappy. Yeah, but how come the number on this show is higher than any of the others? And it also includes the two to three hour, so it means it's like a couple of tenths of point higher than whatever it says here. You idiot. You jackass. You goofball. I hope they fire his fat ass like today after seeing this, but they, he's got those pictures. 12 plus in the afternoon, Rick and Suds, look out now. Oh, look at that, the light bulb went from a one-two to a one 1.8, they're doing it. A uh, 3.5 down to a 3.0, oh. 12 plus in the afternoon. And at night, oh, we just got time to see this. I hope Randy isn't uh, messing with those absorbent uh, things right now. May have an accident. Let's see, 12 plus. Uh, radio memories, look at that, a 2.9 at night. Where's Randy? Randy from a 3.0 to a 1.9. At night, proud plus, we are talking to ourselves. So let's just talk quietly. See, this is good. Now I don't have to put out all that energy and scream about brow and all that other stuff because there's nobody listening. So let's just sit back, relax, light up a nice cigar, plan on what we're going to have for lunch tomorrow. AM 620,
0: WSUN, St. Petersburg, Tampa, Clearwater. Entertaining talk radio for the 90s. Thank mm-hmm. you. 620 WSUN, entertaining talk radio for the 90s. It's the Neil Rogers Show. You can talk to Neil by calling toll-free 1-800-944-9463. Or GTE MobileNet customers can call toll-free on the GTE Star Line at S U N. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or advertisers of AM620 WSUN. Entertaining talk radio for the 90s.
1: I'll be Donnell Jackson and today we're going to spell the word before. Spell it with me now. Before. B-E-S-O-R-E. Now, let's use it in a sentence. In arithmetic, two plus two, before. This is learning to spell with Donnell. i be Donnell Jackson. <laughs>
5: It's 11.06 at WIOD. Okay, let's turn it down a notch now and just relax, okay? Too much tension, too much pressure. I mean, when you're dealing with a small select audience, this is just like the Alex Bennett days again. I had a stroke back then like four years ago, three and a half years ago. I'm not going to do that again because uh, there's no sense in getting uptight when you're talking to yourself. I mean, there's pressure if you're talking to, like, millions of people. Then you got pressure. By the way, Howard was on that uh, Dateline show last night. I haven't had one call about that. George tells me it was kind of interesting and that there was the management there of Infinity saying, yeah, we support him. It was, was it Mel Karmazin that was on? Somebody. And said that we believe in freedom of speech and we're going to fight the FCC all the way to the uh, back wall and uh, we're with him and we love him, et cetera. And he was on with... Um, with that obnoxious uh, Mark McEwen on CBS this morning. The only reason Mark McEwen is obnoxious is because he's such a sood, you know, and he likes country music. He's all right. But anyway, he was interviewing Howard on tape, and uh, Harry Smith introduces it by saying, we even had to uh, delete certain parts of the interview. Well, that's too bad, Harry. You probably improve those crappy ratings for your show if you just put Howard on unexpurgated. you probably get some people who are alive to watch that show instead of that stuffy crap. But anyway, men were still uh, in the in midday, got an 8.9, number one in men. It's not the 10 or 11 or 13 that I usually have, but it's still number one. You can, it's number one by three points over Gloves 94 in men. You know, where we? this isn't really quite as bad as it looks, but I'm not trying to rationalize. And Randy did okay in men from a 5.5 to a 5.3. And Rick and Sud, are still number one in men in the afternoon with a six-something. And in the morning, Chuck went up in men. But don't give me a song and a dance about how great the morning show was, boy, Gary, you idiot, you moron. Here's, let's see, mornings, chuck in men, 25 to 54, this is, uh, from a 4.9 to a 5.7, which is not in the uh, sixes that it used to be, but it's still a big increase. But uh, with the women, I told you we have no women. To, even yesterday, I mentioned the Knots landing lady, she don't even call me yesterday. I forget what it was all about, but she don't even call, which goes to show you, even the women we used to count on are not there. They're like, uh, they're busy with, uh, what are they busy with? Do we know? With each other, perhaps? Maybe they've been watching too many of those lesbian shows on Geraldo. They're busy with each other. Huh? They're getting in their licks. Jennifer Rem knows. Jennifer Rem knows what? What they're doing. What they're doing?
8: Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, maybe they're... They play with each other
2: naked in the street.
5: See, now George has even got to, like, uh, coach me on what cart to play. But anyway, no, I like the Mission Impossible better during the news. I thought that that was more appropriate. Uh, Women, on this show, 25 to 54, we never do great. We usually get like mid-twos to a three-something, okay, three-two, three. In the spring, I had a 2.3 in women, 25 to 54, nothing to write home about. In this summer book, we have a 1.0 in women. We have no women, none. Well, you talk too much about sports. Well, we've always talked a lot about sports. This is a sports-intensive station. It's the Dolphin Station, for crying out loud. But we have no women, nothing. Maybe if we did a lot more lesbian shows. Well, I don't think that's it because Randy don't have much uh, there either. Well, she did a show on lesbians. That's all I'm saying. Is uh, okay. Let's see. What about women uh, at night? Did Randy have any number at night in women? I mean, how can you do worse than a 1.0? Let's see. Here's Zeta, and this page is all screwed up. Oh, nice going, Halcyon or whoever stapled these together. I can't read the women. How do you like that? It's so bad that it's like on the last page, and I don't even know which one it is, but it's pretty weak, whatever it is. Okay, let's take some calls. Here's a lady mobile. Amazing. Hello. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Oh, no, you go ahead.
8: Yes, I'm here. Go ahead. Van Breezebook is God, yes, or however he, he says his name. It's wonderful. It's so exciting yep. to be able to feel like hockey is part of Florida now. Isn't and when you're I would have ever
5: believed this. Oh,
8: it's just very, very exciting. But uh, I've been listening to your show over here on the West Coast. I'm, I'm from really over there in the uh, Miami area. I didn't get to go to the game, but I watched it on TV, and I'm telling you, I'm going to go get one of those extra Maple Leaf tickets. I'm definitely going to go and person that'll be
5: a great game and i'll be there with my maple leaf jersey on it's the only (laughs) 42 home games only one game will i be a turncoat and that's the one game
8: i'm gonna have to wear my miami dolphins jersey or something but i guess i'll get some panther paraphernalia as time goes by it's definitely great well neil i just wanted to call say hi uh put in my two cents for the panthers and you're doing a great job
5: have a great day bye thanks and here's another lady hi what were you yesterday?
8: Yesterday, I wasn't near a radio
5: all day. <laughs> By the way, also, we uh, whoever is putting together this 25 to 54 women out there. Hey, I'm there. In the uh, hall there. Here's one on the phone right now, <laughs> and that other one, too. Uh, well, we get, give me the uh, pages. Somebody give me a revised thing on this. These pages are all screwed up. I don't have no number for Rick and Suds or for Randy on women. Go ahead, I'm sorry. (laughs) No problem. very emotional. Well, I'm not getting emotional because haven't I been predicting this? Yes, you have. I mean, you can feel it. When you've done this long enough, you don't need to uh, see the numbers. You know, I mean, the numbers are like uh, erratic, and sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you get unlucky. But generally speaking, if you're like uh, dying on the vine, you know it.
8: You've got to feel for it. Yeah, you can feel it. (laughs) Big time. So I watched the game on TV last night, and? and it seems like an interesting game.
5: Look at that. Women 1.4 to a 1.2 in the morning with Chuck. Chuck had more women than we did. Is that incredible? We have no women listening. 25 to
8: day. 54, Chuck had more
5: women than you? a yet? 1.2. I had a 1. Oh. I'm not saying that the 1.2 is anything to get too excited about, but uh, see, that's why the 25 to 54s went in a crapper. It had nothing to do with the men. It, was it had women. to do with the goddamn women. They women did. in this town suck.
8: <laughs> They're surveying the wrong women, that's right. Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, Mandich heard me say the women in this town suck. He got excited.
8: Yeah, well, that's Mandich. <laughs> so
5: anyway, I have my Arise magazine here.
8: Oh, I was I looking for that. wonder if you've been watching
5: that. any more of that uh, hit uh, tele-hit.
8: I keep tuning in. Do you? Yeah.
5: Yeah, here and there.
8: <laughs> it's difficult not to tune in now every time I turn the dish.
5: You ever saw that video, Cuando Calienta al Sol, you would never, you would be able to call this show, knowing you as I do. You'd be uh, weak.
8: I'm, then you know I haven't seen it.
5: <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just, uh, you have never seen such a potpourri of flesh on the beach in your life. I mean, it is, there is something for every living creature on that thing. My. Yeah.
8: Maybe I'll see if they have it on Laserdisc.
5: No, they don't.
8: <laughs> yeah, Stop. Laserdisc,
5: right? Mm-hmm. It was part of the Laser Show last night.
8: Yeah, the Laser Show was nice.
5: It was beautiful. Yeah,
8: it looked beautiful it was on a TV. Perfect
5: night, and then I had to come in here today. Always get it. Always works, getting me depressed after the most exciting things in your life. You come in here, and within like a half an hour, you're just ready to blow your brains out.
8: So oh, that's life.
5: Yeah, that's life in Miami.
8: <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. So I heard that the rumors are rampant that Mark Grace is going to the White Sox. Oh, really? Yeah.
5: Well, it's still Chicago.
8: Yeah, it's you still Chicago. Just have to travel to
5: uh, worst part of town. That's all.
8: <laughs> is it?
5: And of course, the White Sox don't play the don't Marlins. Don't play so here at all. So, uh, you're I know. You're SOL
8: till Tampa gets an American League team. Right. Right. So hey.
5: Just uh, hang out until then.
8: That's what I'll do. In the
5: year two thousand and ten. <laughs>
8: Go out there in my uh, cane and walker. Right, uh-huh. hello, <laughs> Mr. Grace. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. He'll be in
5: his walker, and you'll uh, have your cane. Sure,
8: hey. You'll well. become a
5: cane fan. Okay, well, listen, I just want to see if you're okay because I'm still if, you're, here. if you're gone, then I know we might as well just fold up the tent. Uh-oh. We're going to shut the transmitter down to about hundred watts and save some juice, and well, that'll be it. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks now. for the memories. Okay. Watch for that video. I'm telling you. I'm going you'll to. You'll thank me. You'll kiss me all over my body.
8: All right. Well, I'll look for it tonight. Okay. Okay. And bye. The video, too. The video, See too.
5: Bye-bye. 1114 at W-I-O-D and W-S-U-N. Wake up with Lasseter, weekday morning 6 to 10 on AM 620 WSUN. The, the fact of the matter is we are
6: programming to a bunch of freeloaders. We're programming to typical Americans, people who want, give me this, give me that, give me the other thing, but don't ask me to do anything. So we have all these people sitting at home, uh, going about their busy little lives, who just uh, never bothered to call. Hey, hey, it's too much trouble for me, you know? I'm above that. Such is life. You win some, you lose some.
5: Weekday morning 6 to 10, Bob Lasseter on AM 620 WSUN. You're
0: in To go on the air live with Neil, dial one 800 9463 It's the Neil Rogers Show on AM 620 WSUN. If I had a
5: C drive down the California coast and... No, 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 wait. I, I drive to Germany and back and... Now, wait a minute. What am I talking about? I can't afford a Z. So if I have a Z, it would mean, it'd mean I stole the car and now I'm trying to get away
7: from the cops.
3: Take that, you coppers. The car's just out of control. I killed three people. I'm convicted of murder and die in the electric chair. The Nissan
6: Z. Your voltage may
5: vary. Well, that's your fits, doesn't it? It's an appropriate number. As contrasted with a book where we had mostly inappropriate numbers. Speaking of numbers, Ron and Ron in the morning, 18 to 34, that's their demo. 18 to 34, mostly 18 to 24, I might point out. 18 to 34 in the morning, WZTA Zeta-4 went from a 3.8 to an 8.4. Oh! From number 10 to number 2 behind EDR. How do you like that? Didn't I tell you that also? Didn't I come on that one day about two months ago and say that they're going to get a big number? And so it isn't 25 to 54. I'll tell you one thing, I think we'd be very happy with an 8.4, 18 to 34, wouldn't we? And who the hell wouldn't? Like living and breathing people. By default. But hey, here's some more of that news again. Here's some more of that same old crap that you want to hear over and over again. And like I said the other day, I was talking about this one day last week. It's just like the thing we did on YNF for that one week in Tampa where we had all those living and breathing. I mean, the people that we really, we really want to talk to, the people that you really want to hear, the people who are like alive and have got something to say and like sound like they're, uh, you know, still got their body parts in the right place, those are the people that you just die for for this kind of radio. And we got, like, exposed to them, if I can say that, for one week. And then, like, maybe a few of them straggled over. We got a little benefit of that. But if we were on FM, we'd, be, we'd have an audience. We'd have the people. But as the years go on, and as less and less people know, I mean, nobody listens to AM, period. It just don't happen. Thank you, Halcyon. Here's the great news on the women again. Oh, man, we are we are dying for women. Now, do you remember when Randy first came on and she did that thing down in Kendall, the women's coffee clash and all oh, the women. Right? I tried to tell her, forget it, you're not going to get women. Well, I mean, not on the air anyway. And then Anna Maria came in here and told her the same thing. You're just not going to get it, honey. And uh, she somehow deluded herself into believing that we're really going to build this gigantic uh, women art because she's a woman. Well, that's got nothing to do with it. Okay, here we go. Women, 25 to 54. In the morning, from a 1.4 in the spring to a 1.2 for Chuck. In this day part here, which the women stab me in the back, the blood is pouring from my uh, thing. It's pouring from me. And she brings me another thing here, and this one's all screwed up. And you can't read it. Well, I already saw it on the other sheet. It's a one. How about in the afternoon? Rick and Suds must have done better than a one in women. My God, there's like at least ten women out there going hee-haw-hee right now. They had a, a 0.9, from a 2.1 to a oh! 0.9. Well, if they had a 0.9, what did Randy do in women then? If they had a 0.9, well, oh, I'm sorry, Randy. Well, listen, never underestimate the power of a. Uh, let's see, uh, the coast. By the way, women at night from a 5.0 to a 2.5. Boy, there's going to be some long faces in this place. I'll tell you that. At nighttime, um, no show. Less than a one, because that's as far down as they go. Nothing, zero, under a one. Minuscule, microscopic, invisible, doesn't uh, make a... Uh,
3: here's Sweetwater, hello. Mr. Puckmeister! Yeah. The Beezer is God.
5: Yes, he is, sir, a dynamic, tremendous performance, and we can all kiss him even though we had a couple of problems there, but uh, we'll all forgive him for that. He's going to be great.
3: There is no He's our savior. Uh, do you know if he's going to start Thursday?
5: I don't know. I almost would think that Fitzpatrick would get the start because then we play again on, uh, well, no, we got a couple of days off that yeah, we play it, on it, Sunday it, against the Lightning. Right. And he might just go ahead and play. I don't know.
3: I hope so because I, I bought the first five. Games. Well, I, I don't want to make any five.
5: grotesque predictions because Ottawa does have that kid, Alexander Digg, the $12 million kid. But I think that's going to be our first home victory tomorrow night. And Five to one. I, I was just going to say that. I was going <laughs> to say five. Seriously, five to one. Five to that's one. That's my predilection.
3: I had to sit amongst a bunch of Penn fans last night. Oh, there
5: weren't too many of them, I didn't think.
3: In my section, there were at least 10 sitting within... Like I said, 10 too many. ...within arm's reach. And I kept yelling that Yager's mother lived in Philly. Uh, it, it was it, just an incredible night. She sewed socks in hell, is that what Exactly, you're... exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm trying to work out anybody that has... Uh, I have heat season tickets. Anybody that wants to trade some decent season seats during the season, Yeah, i would be willing to give up my, I have very good heat seats. Okay. And I'd be willing to trade them for Panther seats. Well, great. I'll leave you, George, your number. We can make a little swap. I there. will. And you didn't see Howard on David Letterman last night, did you? Well,
5: oh, he's everywhere because he's hawking that new book. The, yes. book. the book, I think, comes out Friday.
3: But he was wearing a tutu. Beauty. <laughs> uh, see, let me tell
5: you something. Howard should be doing that show. I mean, no all, the, all, the, all the hype about Letterman and about Leno and about uh, Chevy Chase and about this other geek, Conan the Barbarian, Howard should be doing that show, man. He'd have like an 80 share. But the networks are scared crapless of him.
3: Yes. That well, night that last, was, night, that last night... last night he was out can...
5: with Jay Leno a few months ago. That was the only time Jay Leno ever had a funny show. That was the best show he ever had, only because Howard... And they were mortified of what Howard was saying. They were terrified. So
3: it was very obvious last night on Letterman. There were uh, skips. In the programming that they had to edit something out, (laughs) it was—I mean, it was obvious. I've got it on tape, and then I looked at it again later, and there were at least twice that I can tell they skipped something. Well, we sure wouldn't
5: want to offend anybody, would we? That's oh no, that's the problem. We don't want to offend anybody.
3: Congratulations on bouncing Sandy. Yep, it
5: was history. Maybe that'll turn us around now. Yes. I doubt it, So you never know.
3: Okay, have a great day. You too, Neil. See ya.
5: Bye. Wait a minute. What? You might give George your number.
3: Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, what section are you sitting in? Because I looked for you last night.
5: 125, row U. Okay. Right by the door. Good deal. For easy exit. Hold on. Okay. Okay, get this guy's number. Maybe we can make a little swap with some of the heat people. One open line in Broward, 5241 on the Star Line. I apologize profusely for the fact that our station has gone in the toilet. But uh, we do have an idiot named Boy Gary who's sitting there and programming with his finger up his butt. And they, he's been given the keys to the kingdom. And they really believe this man knows about something. This is the same man that gave you Alex Bennett and Joey Reynolds and Dickie Farkle and Drew, uh, W. Drew, uh, whatever, Michaels. And just continues to make this into an amateur hour. And the rest of us sit here and try to rise above it. But uh, hey, and of course, here's Rick telling me the other last week or a week before. Oh, I don't know. Everywhere I go, people, everybody listen to this show. Well, okay, I told you it was going to be a crappy book, Rick. Not a great book to have at contract negotiation time, by the way. So probably it's fixed. Probably the uh, the company, probably corporate, uh, put some money in and fixed this, just to screw the talent. It's 11:25 at WIOD and WSUN. Catch Bob Lasseter weekday morning, six to ten on AM 620 WSUN. Stick around, it's Rick and Suds this afternoon, 2 to 6 on AM 620 WSUN. To go on the air
0: live with Neil dial 1-800-944-9463. It's the Neil Rogers Show. Tonight on the Embassy Network, it's
3: Gay Watch.
1: This swimsuit makes me look so fat. Do I look fat? Oh, you look fine. Oh, a
5: periscope. Lifeguard. Surf sissies, tonight on the Embassy Network. Eleven twenty nine at WYOD. As we're sitting in here analyzing the situation, we're going to uh, drop back and punt is what we just decided. Okay, it is football season. Let's drop back 10, punt, and just uh, see where it lands, okay? You know where I'd like to see it land, don't you? Well, he just walked out of here. Anyway, let's go to uh, Clearwater. Hello. Clearwater? Uh-huh. Hello, Neil. Welcome to our deadly place, sir. How are you, sir? I'm okay. The coast blows... The coast on the west coast. Yes, sir. Because we have a coast over here that also blows.
7: Well, they should blow each other then. Okay. <laughs> Listen, congratulations. What a game last night. Yeah. The, the
5: Van Beesbrook is God. He is. The- he made some, And but I got to say it again in all fairness, Ken Reggett for the uh, Penguins, really shocked the hell out of me because i would never been all that crazy about him he was really weak with the leafs a few years ago and he just played an unconscious game last night i mean he made some just unbelievable saves listen i uh you expect that from the beater but Reggae we were hoping for a little worse performance
7: you're absolutely correct Uh, he is a good player too um uh, one comment i really had to make and i needed to tell you about this and that is I i talked to you coming out of the game the other night and uh, it was a pleasure to meet you and uh, and Lurch.
5: I mean, uh, mean? The, the lightning
7: game? The lightning game, yeah, yeah.
5: in uh, St. Pete the other night.
7: But my God, what a lethargic crowd. I mean... Uh, Sour,
5: I w- the guy I be- called before was right. Sour is the word.
7: I mean, they were asleep. The people that were in their seats were asleep, and the other people... That, that were awake were in the aisle so you couldn't see the game
5: anyway. Yeah, I Well, you've got to understand that there are a lot of people were there because they felt it was a happening. There were 27,000 people there. I would say maybe uh, 12, ten or 12,000 of them were not hockey fans, will not be back. They were there because of this inferiority complex thing again. Oh, we're going to break the record and we're, look how much better we are than everybody else. But th- it doesn't really mean anything. I mean, it it, it, it had the... Potential for a great night if they were really into it and they were supportive and enthusiastic. But unlike the people we had here last night, who were really tremendous fans, the people over there were just uh, assholes. I mean, not all of them, obviously, but many of them. And they just started filing out in the second period, and it—it was. I I was appalled at their attitude. I—I was looking at some of the people around me, and I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking, what's wrong with you people? It's not a six-to-nothing game. It's not like the end of the world here. So uh, you're losing a game—is that the end of the world? I mean, how? lost the game last night and I'm so excited I feel like we just won the Stanley Cup in four straight games.
7: I lived in Florida for ten years, hadn't been to a hockey game in that long and uh, I achieved wood. (laughs) But uh, how dare they boo their own team? How dare they boo this team?
3: Yeah, exactly. This team after almost what, got 60 After points. what
5: they accomplished for them last year, and Poopa, let's face it, played a great game. He only gave up one goal. The other was an empty net goal at the end of the game, and uh, it didn't make any difference who it was. They just were unhappy, and they have a crappy power play. Well, so what? So do a lot of teams, including us.
7: I'll tell you uh, what. Not only here, but down there as well. These fans should be kissing the ground Right. that they even have a hockey team like that here. And the Panthers. And I'm gonna and gonna Panthers, and a Panther fan too. Fan too by I'll the way. And I'll tell
5: you another thing. They should be kissing the ground that they're playing in the Thunderdome instead of that Cow Palace. I mean, it may not be perfect for hockey, but it sure was a tremendous improvement. Oh, yeah. And uh, you could see everything that was going on crystal clear. And that scoreboard is just the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they got the uh, TV of the game on all four sides of the board during the game, which you can see it. That was great. I mean, it was just they did everything right except they had the wrong people in there. That was the problem. About 15,000 of the wrong people in that arena.
7: Um, Another thing, by the way, I was never really a big... Team Dolphins fan before, don't no. hang up on me after Marino um, got hurt and they put Mitchell in and that team played the way they did and mm-hmm. that front line for him just protected him and exploded well, off the line there's, there's I a, have such respect for that team now I am now, of, now a Dolphins fan
5: Tremendous meal. amount of talent on that team we knew that going in but some of these guys have been hot dogging it a little bit some of them have been going through the motions and just collecting a paycheck and finally it was gut check time when he went down and they finally uh, pulled up their jock straps and they went out there and they did it
7: I don't know. And another thing, you know, the NCAA Final Four is coming up here. we got uh, coming up next year uh, up here to St. Petersburg. Yeah. So I hope they don't blow that, too. A couple more things in parting. Howard Stern will never make it here in Florida. No. Al Geek is a keck and uh one last thing and going if i can call my friend uh mr flounder a pizza dripping budweiser drinking
5: douchebag mr bag. flounder mr flounder okay you met him on the way out of the game the other night yeah he was kind of floundering on the way out
1: <laughs> see ya him and lurch
5: see ya okay we have an open line on the green line one on the star line one on the blue line but again i'm never getting excited at least for another year because it's going to take us that long to get an audience back we need the living and breathing people. We need the 18 to 34-year-old male audience that made us like the dominant with living and breathing people. Like the people who are listening to Ron and Ron now, but never listened to AM. And never heard of me or anybody on this radio station, which is the overwhelming majority. Because, you know, as the time goes by, it's like people are, uh, you know, moving into other demographics. They're aging. I know that comes as a tremendous shock. But, you know, as time goes by, as uh, the stone said. But who, who originally sang that song, as time goes by? George? George? As time goes by somebody besides the stones recorded that female recording artist as time goes by da, 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 da. Marianne Faithful Marianne Faithful God this guy is on top as of tears go today. by as tears go by what did i say as time goes ah, yeah, by tears well, go by tears and time in this case are the same as time goes by a lot of tears in his place as in I in reporting these uh, things, but I do, because I predicted it, and uh, I'm not relishing it, because uh, I'm a part of it. I mean, you know, it's like drowning, like when Alex Bennett was here. But when they screw around so much, and they got that torpy little geek Bob Neal up there in Atlanta, who is single-handedly... Uh, forget about Boy Gary. It's Bob Neal who is calling all the shots on all the Cox radio stations. Make no mistake about that. And he really thinks he knows something about this business, and he doesn't. He really doesn't. I mean, you know, I don't want to even go into it. I mean, he a—he didn't even eat his whole dinner at Donatello's. What does that tell you? Everybody else was licking the plate, and this guy like has like three strands of pasta and says, uh, oh, geez, where's the uh, corn fritters? You know, he just, uh, and this is that Atlanta mentality, and it's never going to change. It's uh, sad, really sad. But, hey, Bob, I hope you're having a good time up there, and don't count on any World Series for the Braves next week. It's 11.36 at WIOD and WSUN. The goddess, Randy Rhodes, tonight.
3: Hey listen. My girlfriend is uh Jewish and it's her birthday coming up. I have no idea what to get for her. What Diamond. should I get? Her? Huh?
2: Diamonds.
4: No, 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 no. What no.
3: do
2: you mean no? Well how long are you going
4: out? Uh two years. Two years? uh-huh Diamond.